0: Good morning! Happy Thursday! Welcome back! This is When Worlds Collide, a podcast dedicated to the belief that communication is key and it is time to speak your truth. My name is Bobby A.M. and we are out here in sunny Van Nuys, California, broadcasting live from the beautifully low-key sweet Studio 37, where it's a great place to vibe when music is on your mind. Today is Thursday, February 8th, 2018. We are getting that much closer to Valentine's Day. And today on the WWC, we are going to be focusing on a wide range of topics, from personal love and the way to make things work, all the way down to some really cool ideas about Mars, space, and Tesla putting the car out into the orbit. I hope y'all are ready to enjoy what we got going on we got a couple of people who gave a couple messages our way, a couple of questions our way. We'll be trying to work in this out today to see how we can do. For those of you that tuned in yesterday, we are a Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast. But unfortunately, due to some technical difficulties, we were not able to put anything out yesterday. But here we are because we are dedicated. We do care. We are trying to make this happen here. So bear with us as we start this first week. That's going to be very flexible um, we're going to be back again tomorrow morning, I know for sure. So on Friday, I'm going to have some very good fresh music for you. We're going to have a very good ending to the week, a couple of tips on some stuff to do and all that other good stuff. So let's go ahead and just uh, take a minute to enjoy a quick little break. And when we come back, we're going to get right into it. We're going to start off with what we consider our beginning topics, a small mind conversation. And uh, stay tuned. So I'm really glad you're back. This is Bobby AM, and this is When Worlds Collide, a podcast dedicated to the belief that communication is key. And you are the one that we need because it's time to unlock your truth. Good morning. Happy Thursday. And welcome to February. all right we are back and once again this is the dub dub when worlds collide a podcast dedicated to the belief that communication is key and it is definitely time to speak your truth. It is Thursday, February 8th, 2018. My name is Bobby A.M. of Barbie Management out here in Van Nuys, California. We're recording live broadcasting from Sweet Studio 37 here in Van Nuys. Definitely get a chance to check this out or stop on by. My IG is underscore shaman. if you wanna hit me up with questions, concerns, or just some general comments of the podcast, man. This is about us hearing from you and you hearing from us. For those of you tuning in, thank you so much for taking the time to come in and listen a little bit. We do know that time is money, and money is time. So we like to make sure that we uh, just do the right thing for you. I myself like to put out a couple things and topic. So before we get any more delays going on, let's get it started, and let's talk about one of the topics I wanted to put into the air today. One of the topics I wanted to put out is Maslow's Pyramid of Needs. Now, Maslow's Pyramids and Needs is a psychology term for those of you going out there and kind of learning and studying. Those of you scholastic brothers and sisters, you guys are the future, so keep it going. I know the school can get a little rough in the beginning. It does happen to everyone. If you are going into school, just know if you are an adult... Who is over 18, the headache of paperwork, scheduling, making sure that you get financial aid and all that stuff. It it is a big burden, you know, it's pretty big. And I just want to take a second to say, don't let that eat at you, man. Don't let that take you down. Don't let it discourage you. I got a lot of friends and uh, family, a lot of people in my associative that, you know, they wanted to take that risk to start educating themselves. And then they turned around and they're like, I got a little rough, you know, somebody over here did this, somebody over there did that. I didn't show up for this, I didn't show up for that. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's all a bunch of BS, whether you deal with it early or whether you deal with it later on in your 30s. It's all going to be the same because if it's not you doing the paperwork, it was your parents doing the paperwork. If it's not your parents doing the paperwork, eventually it's going to be a hospital caretaker doing the paperwork. And you don't want that to be the ending. So before I go off on too much of a tangent, congratulations on those of you who are fighting this year to get yourselves a solid education. Congratulations on those of you who are walking the path. Don't let that go. Going back into the topic of discussion to start off with, which is the Maslow's Pyramid of Needs. Now, the Maslow's Pyramid of Needs is kind of like a five-step pyramid. It starts all the way from the bottom, which speaks on how at the bottom we're going to feed our basic needs. Why are we talking about this? Why is this happening? A lot of us people, a lot of people that I know when it comes to communication and understanding of why they do what they do, they don't really have a good understanding of needs versus wants. A lot of people walk in somewhere and they say, oh, I need to get me this cheeseburger, when the reality is you just want it. A lot of people really have that misconception. It's quite askew out there in the real world, definitely around my real world where things happen. So if you understand what's called the Maslow's Principle of Needs, what that helps you understand as a human being is where you prioritize the needs that you're going to fulfill every single time that you're waking up and opening your eyes. I think that's a fantastic very good theoretical outlay of what we need. It starts at the bottom with saying that you need to feed. You need air, you need water, you need your essentials. It works its way up to you having to need esteem for other people, which is kind of like a little high. It's actually one of the higher ones right underneath the top because I'm not going to go too much into descriptive. But then we walk into what's called esteem, and eventually it all reaches that top of the pyramid, that pinnacle they talk about, which is yourself. Awareness, your self value, your self consideration. Now, right before we get back into this, you know, before we uh, take a little break, I want people to know a lot of people really don't have an understanding of the difference between your self awareness and then the awareness of what is your esteem. Your esteem is a public thing, all right, to break that down. Esteem is how you want others to perceive you. So you wear makeup, you wear the right outfits, you choose the right brands, you go to the right places, you use the right apps because you want to have a good, balanced esteem about the way people perceive you and the way you perceive others. There's a lot of people who will sit there and say, I don't give an F about what anybody says about me. And that's wonderful. It's really good to have that sort of detachment and flexibility. But if you don't understand that you actually do have to have a certain level of esteem around your associative, well, then see, you're doing yourself an injustice. And we don't really like injustice here. We like the scales to be balanced, not tipped. We'll be back in a few minutes about with the uh, back from one of these breaks, so we can get you covered, and we'll start working a little bit more on this subject, going from esteem to talking about yourself. All right, we are back here with the Dub Dub C. My name is Bobby Am. If you're tuning in with us, we are actually talking about our first chunk and subject of discussion which is where we're talking a little bit about maslow's pyramids and needs we're talking about it because it makes people aware that what you thought was personal what you thought was really super subjective it turns out we all share this type of understanding deep down in our core Now, this is something that's being put out from a scholastic point of view, so I want a lot of people out there that are listening to know this is not opinionated BS. This is an actual textbook, the Maslow's Pyramid of Needs. I invite every single person who's listening here to tune in themselves and go to a search engine, whether it be Google, whether it be Bing, whether it be whatever you use. Go up there and type in the Maslow's Pyramids and Needs. It's going to kind of talk to you from the base up to the point about how we have a certain set of priorities and needs. And all of those needs fall into these about five categories that range anywhere from just your basic functions to any other extras to the esteem of how others view you. And all the way at the top, you also have the self and your awareness of yourself. Now, one of the things that I really wanted that really kind of just made this topic such a priority is the understanding that at the top of that pyramid is the self. That's when you are officially in a place, you know, just like the food pyramid, by the way, any of you 80s, 90s, you know, early 2000 babies, you know what I'm talking about. The food pyramid before it was all jumbled and played around with and they changed everything. The food pyramid was an understanding of how, from you prioritize the things that you put into your body, the things that you digest, anywhere from fruits and vegetables to starches and grains, and then you know all the way at the top because it's a little bit is you know your desserts and your treats and your and your rewards. Well, with the Maslow's pyramid of needs. The top is yourself. That's the most important. But unfortunately, because it's so small, not a lot of people like to address what is the self. They don't like to step out of what they do. And that right now, I'm going to go ahead and invite everybody listening right now, anybody listening. I'm going to invite you to go ahead and give this a try. Go ahead and see if regardless of whether you're out there and living that college life or maybe you're living that hardworking life, maybe you're living that stripper life. It doesn't matter. At some point, just take a moment to sit there and go. What are my needs? How am I addressing them? And why am I addressing these specific needs? You know, that's a challenge that I invite anybody listening to to do right now, because I'm going to do it myself. I don't ask anything that I don't actually already give or already do. So we're talking about needs. We're talking about priorities. We're talking about making sure that you know the difference between need and want. So many times, if you ever want to see a prime example of it, go into any one of today's America's shopping malls. You go in a shopping mall, the first thing you're going to see is somebody at one of those pretzel stands talking about what they need, when the reality is nobody anywhere said you need a pretzel. Nobody. That's a want, just like anything else. So in talking about these needs, I just kind of wanted to make it a little bit more clear that... We, as human beings, we have to be around for each other. Uh, I live by a certain saying when I speak with anybody new, old, you know, renewed, whatever the case may be. When it comes to human beings, I myself like to live by a couple of mottos. One of the mottos that I like to live by is, At the least, you are a brother or a sister to me. And at your worst, you are broken or lost. And because I view this standpoint, because I actually have this perspective, I can say that I work very, very hard, diligently. And it is the easiest work, by the way. It is not the most difficult. It is actually the least stressing, the least taxing to tell myself that when someone does me dirty, when somebody comes around, somebody says something that just ain't quite right, before I react, I take that moment to center myself, listen to my breathing, and tell myself, you know what? At the least, this person is my brother or my sister. At their worst, they're lost or they're desperate or they're broken. You know what I mean? So because of that, I'm not going to judge. Who am I to judge? Only God can judge. That's what all of the texts say. So regardless of which one you pray to, only they can judge. We are not higher sentient beings. So... When I look at it from this perspective, it helps me accept that everybody has a path. Everybody knows what they're doing. Everybody can understand why or maybe they don't understand. But the point is, it's about survival. So since we're all out here surviving, take a minute to kind of reflect before you react. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, welcome back. I just wanted to take a moment for us to now hop into the next topic of discussion. By the way, my name is Bobby AM. You are listening to the podcast known as When Worlds Collide, a podcast dedicated to the communication being a key concept, and we definitely are ready for you to speak your truth cuz it is definitely time. It is February 2000. 18, February 8th. We're sitting here. It's super early in the morning. We try to film this podcast pretty early so that we can go ahead and post it out for you today. You can listen to these things and kind of just move along, have somebody discussing a bit with you. So we're going to move on from the topic we were talking about to the topics that we're talking about now. Now, my last podcast, I went ahead and talked about Elon Musk and Tesla. And I was talking a lot about their manufacturing plants and how a lot of it wasn't union based and how a lot of these things that are kind of slipping under the radar, things that we should really start paying attention to. Now, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of do myself, to be quite honest with you, and also the company of Tesla, a balanced out communicative favor. Now, I know they didn't ask for it, but I'm making it happen. So here we go. Despite... Well, not despite, you know, I don't like despite because it's still happening. In addition to, on the other side, on the other hand, on the flip side of what's going on in Fremont, California, we actually now have confirmation that Elon Musk just recently put out a full-fledged vehicle out into space. Now, uh, there are, uh, I think it's like the Spaceman and the SpaceX program, I should have done a little bit more research on this, I'm going to be quite honest with you, but I did enough to be able to speak on the fact that one of the reasons why this was actually done, when people ask, why the hell did you put a car out into space? Well, it was Elon Musk and Tesla's ideal vision, and it was a concept and a challenge that they decided they wanted to put out something in space without NASA. And see, the thing about doing it without NASA is now you're basically saying, I can truly prove I can do anything I want. And I think that that is fantastic as an inspiration and as as exposure. You know, I talk to people a lot about, I really do, I press on the fact that you don't really have to sit there and say too much when it comes to letting people know what it is, how it should be, and how they should move. So instead of taking the time to sit there and just pop off at the mouth about how people don't understand or how they should understand, just inspire with your own daily exposure. And see, Elon Musk puts it out, lets the exposure happen, regardless of whether it has to do with his manufacturing companies and especially when it has to do with his movements. Now, he's taken a concept of actually taking a... Ship and putting it out, you know, his own rock and putting it out there, it passed through all the atmosphere tests, not a lot of people know that, you know, that you actually have to have these, anything that's going to go out into space has to have a certain level of propulsion, or uh, propulsion, excuse me, um, it has to be able to kind of hit these bursts, and these bursts will send it into different levels of atmosphere, and believe it or not, a lot of tests that are run don't really make it past all of that stratosphere, a lot of tests that are run, they kind of hit that first burst, second burst, and either they explode or they go off of trajectory and all this other stuff, which does tie into later, which I find pretty funny and pretty fascinating, kind of in a weird, almost like a nerdy, vanilla kind of twist, I think, um, but I'll talk about that later. For now, I just wanted to lighten to the fact that you know we've got a vehicle. We've got a full-fledged car built by Tesla that is out there in space right now as we speak. It's out there in space. It literally says, made by humans on Earth, which I think is just balla Because we've been looking around space forever and I haven't seen a single not even some shit that looks like nah. Like not even I'm sorry, I'm not I'm not even supposed to cuss on this podcast, but I guess it's just gonna happen. Not even I'm telling you, just nobody. Nobody has it out there. Nobody has an advertisement out there. And we're looking pretty cool. We'll be right back in just a minute for to pull up a little bit more. And we'll talk about more about the coolness of this and see what really is going on. Thank you for listening and tuning in. This is Bobby A.M. We'll be right back. All right. So we're sitting here. We were talking. Uh, welcome back. My name is Bobby A.M. This is When Worlds Collide. We're going to get back into it. We were sitting here talking for a minute, had a little section topic about how Elon Musk has taken Tesla and put it out there. Uh, He's actually taken a vehicle, which is a full-fledged, looks like, I think it's a convertible that he's got out there. He's got a dummy, a space dummy in there, which I think is hilarious. It looks like it's driving the car. On the side of the car, it says, made by humans on Earth. Now, I will give a little bit more detail to this just to make sure I'm not just sitting here blabbing off about a car in space. Truth of the matter is is that he was actually trying to get this vehicle itself to land itself with the destination of being Mars. Now, I do remember they were going to use Mars to be able to get around, to be able to use its gravitational pull to do a swing back. But in addition, I believe they actually want to try to land the vehicle in Mars. And, uh, you know, that's a pretty bold concept. You know, now is, now is the time to really ask ourselves when people are spending their money and their time. This is, you know, Elon Musk and Tesla are one of the biggest multi, you know, multi-million dollar corporations. Not to say that they have so much money that they can actually do things like Trump out Apple, but they do have enough belief. Enough of an associative, enough of a mind state for them to be able to accomplish something this big before they even became such a household name. Because I am aware that they're not really yet a household name in my neck of the woods. You know, not many people know too much about Tesla and Elon Musk. They don't follow that kind of stuff because it's kind of really high up there on the crust. It's high up there on that archie. So if you're not an entrepreneurial mind, if you don't have a business heart, or at least you don't you don't really focus on those things, this kind of information is not that big. But on the bigger scheme of things, a lot of us that were born pre 2000 or pre 90s, um, I'm really going back to people, you know, 60s, 70s. I myself, I myself, am an 80s baby. Uh, you know, we were we were there to witness the moon landing. And in addition to that, we're also, we have been here to mi- witness the debunking of the moon landing. Now, when I say the debunking, I say, uh, you know, I say that with a very loose context because it isn't officially debunked. But at this point, almost every new generation seems to have this askew belief that the original moon landing was just a farce. You know, that it was just a publicized, woo! And I, I think that's, that's, that's terrible. You know, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and put my opinion out there because it is just my opinion. So don't chop me down for it. But that's terrible. You know, to think that that puts so much hope in people's hearts when it was needed, uh, that it's just times have changed, man. Times have changed. I remember when people would gather around a small box because it was almost unheard of outside of a sci-fi fantasy for anyone to be leaving out of space. It was such a big deal. It was a national, global phenomenon to see somebody do a little bit of walking to land an American flag on the moon, you know, and I, for one, see the humongous change in how now we have someone who is literally going, I am doing what I choose, this is my fantasy, you know, he could have put out anything. To be quite honest with you, i bet you there's a lot of artistic art heads, a lot of poets, a lot of of beatniks out there that will sit there and be like, wow, he could have done so much more in such a different way. He could have been so much more artistic. He could have been so much more this. He could have been so much more that. But this man is choosing to do what he wants. I want a vehicle out there with a dummy on it that reminds me of MTV. Because that's what it reminds us of. Don't lie about it. There's no reason to lie about it here. You know, we try to keep it honest. Looks like a damn MTV ploy that's going on. But, you know, there's... Who is talking about it? Who's buzzing about it? We are here at the WWC because we care about this kind of stuff. Because it is part of the communicative cycle. And all in all, the whole point of speaking about all this stuff. of speaking about things being put into space. Is you really can't do anything. There is no such thing as I gotta stop because of this, man. You are your own... Your own saboteur. You are your own motivator. And, you know, before we stop off on this tub- subject, a really good friend of mine out there in Woodland Hills, uh, Marilyn Robles, she's amazing. She's a powerhouse. She said to me something that always is going to stick in my mind forever. She said, Beyonce gets the same 24 hours in a day. So what's my excuse? What am I doing with my life? And I think that's brilliant. So in retrospect to what's going on with Tesla, putting things out on the moon, Beyonce and all the time she gets, what are we doing with our lives? Let me know. We'll be right back. All right, we are back and we are moving on to our final segment here with the Dub WWC, When Worlds Collide. We are definitely dedicated as a podcast to energy and communication. You know, our main focus is that communication is key and it is definitely time for you to speak your truth. My name is Bobby A.M. of Barbie Management. You can always hit me up with questions, comments, concerns, suggestions for the cast. Anything you want to hear. Possibly soon, eventually when it comes up. Anything you want to see. We're going to have a lot of special guests and stuff coming up next week. It's going to be fantastic. But for now, we're sitting here. We're talking a little bit about Tesla, the space car. Add a little bit of Beyonce in there to wake people up. And, you know, we're sitting here moving on to our next subject. And our next subject... Be quite honest with you is going to be love and Valentine's Day. Now, I wanted to try to knock this out early because on a lot of my other podcasts, they're going to be pretty much focused on a lot of facts, a lot of things that are alive in the world and waking up. And of course, Valentine's Day is a huge one. But uh, I, for one, you know, have always treated Valentine's Day uh, in a certain perspective, and I want to share that with y'all, listeners, today. I hope it's not something that you know you find too. On the left or on the right because the truth of the matter is is that valentine's day it can be taken in any sort of fashion you know there's people that look at valentine's day and go that's just a marketing ploy to have to make me spend more money on some gifts that have been shifted from christmas to Valentine's looking. You know, you put a little sweater on the heart with the bear after you took off its Nutcracker outfit and all of a sudden it's Valentine's Day. Then there's people on the left who go, you know, it's a sacred, sacred time for me and the people and the person that I love, whether it's, uh, you know, one person or whether it's a whole group of people. Valentine's Day to some people is a super sacred event. You know, they take it all the way back to, you know, Saint Valentine, which is, you know, just in, in, my, in my experiences, you know, I am Hispanic, for those of y'all that can't really tell. But, uh, you know, being Hispanic, growing out here in California, in the valley in between here and Vegas, uh, you know, it was always a very emotional time for Valentine's Day because it was almost like a weird time to not only see if anybody notices who you are in a beautiful fashion, but also to see if you have value in yourself and if you have value in in who you're supposed to love first, which is you. You know, Um, a lot of people for Valentine's Day, they like to do it up. I love that. A lot of the people that like to do it up, they like to do it up however they choose. I've never really seen too many people go by far a structure where it's like, oh, I do exactly this. But, you know, consistency is key to this. So why are we bringing up Valentine's Day? It's not just for the sake of talking. It's for the sake of letting you know. This year, in itself, as a people, you know, I invite the people who are listening to take Valentine's Day and do something bigger with it. Do something bigger than just I got you some candies. I got you some hearts. I choose you. I want like yeah, yeah. Well, that's great, you know. Like if you're still in elementary and you're still doing your thing in high school, then kudos to you for having you know high school sweetheart. And kudos to you. Send in some pics. You know, let me know what you're doing, what's going on. If not, then at least let your partner know. But for those of us who have already broken past the commercial, the consumer, and already gone past all of those moments of making it cutesy dootsy. I invite all of y'all, I invite everybody listening here, and definitely everybody here at the WWC, I invite you to just take a minute this year, February 14th, to try and be that third person. Instead of being the one, instead of finding the one, be that third person. You know, the last two years of life, from conversations, from, you know, work environment, from school environment, they've been wildly negative. I mean, just extremely negative. A lot of people in the last two years have gone through so many downs that they are ready to see the sun when they didn't even realize they, they weren't even in the sunlight. And a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, they come up to me and they told me that they finally feel like this is their year. 2018 is my year. 2018 is a year. Let's get that straight. It is a year. And if you want to make it a great year for you and the people around you, associative, peers, business, friends, family, whatever, if you want to make it great, you got to make change. This year, I invite you to change it up, adapt a little bit, evolve, and take Valentine's Day to a level where you are the third person. Make the fantasy alive for someone else, whether it's a couple, whether it's alone. That's really going to give you a gauge, in my opinion, of your worth and the worth you put out into the universe. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the Dub Dub C. I'm Bobby A.M. We're here talking about Valentine's Day and some of the things that people hold dear, some of the things that we should be trying, some of the things that should be left behind. Now, as we move on to the Valentine's Day topic, I just want to let y'all know Valentine's Day does not require money. Can we just say that real quick? I know this is a universal understanding, but seeing as how this is the first time we're able to touch on the subject, Valentine's Day is, in my opinion, in the opinion of those of us who hold here at WWC, Valentine's Day is a day to spread love. See, you spread love so that love can be the common theme. So, coming back from the break, anytime that we were... Anytime that we try to express love and show things, we always try to keep it in a certain general place. We try to keep it in a certain perspective, right? A box, per se. Take it out of the box this year. Go out there and see what it's like to actually help a couple who needs a door open or something. Go out there and see if you randomly buying flowers and just handing it off to somebody you see because why not? You know, A lot of people that I work with, Every time they hear the words why, or the question why, they respond with why not. What is it going to take out of you to spread that love? What is it going to take out of you to have a dynamic? And with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and move on to what I consider to be the real pivotal priority Of why we're discussing Valentine's Day and love. Not just because it's the upcoming holiday. God bless all of you, by the way, who are spreading out love every day. And not just on Valentine's Day. May you be blessed and may you move forward with everyone else. Keeping their eyes on you. Because that's the kind of person that needs to be watched. But, sorry, I went off on a tangent for a minute. I guess that's kind of what this is for. (laughs) But, uh, when it comes to Valentine's Day and love. And at its core. I wanted to just kind of tap in that it really is about building a relationship and understanding contribution. You know, if you really do feel coming up this February 14th, like you need more love in your life, start showing now. Start sitting there and putting seeds into the earth. Start sitting there and giving love a contribution. So what I mean by that, and speaking our contribution, is kind of like to make it really nice and cut and dry. It goes like this, right? The idea is that there is an unseen dynamic, an unseen like recycle wheel, for lack of a better term. You know, it's a it's a sequential spin around conveyor belt, a three sixty, if you will. If you want something from love. You gotta give love something so that it can be able to bounce back. It's a reciprocation process. It's a contribution. Now, don't get it twisted with sacrifice. A lot of people from my time, a lot of people around, a lot of people that are very complex-minded, they tend to let that, they let that line between sacrifice and contribution, they let it just disappear. And then everybody wants to be a martyr. Everybody wants to be an underdog. Everybody wants to be you know, considered and revered to be an asset. All right, well, if you want to be an asset, then let's just talk about playing the game right. Let's talk about being serious. Valentine's Day should be a mark for people, in my opinion. Take Valentine's Day as either day zero or take it as day two and do some stuff beforehand. The earlier, the better, the early bird gets the worm. When it comes to Valentine's Day, contribute love Without expecting anything in return. Don't get any reciprocation, which means I'm not looking for a tit for tat. I don't want a quid pro quo, eye for an eye. I just want to show you some love and spread it out. So if there's a homeless person who is always in the, in your annoyance orbit, you know, they're just sitting there asking and asking, never do anything for you. Or if it's just somebody that is always acting like they're a homeless person, but they're really not. They're just, you know, enabling themselves to be that way. Spread the love there, all right? If somebody is rude to you at the bank, if you have a second to rectify it and project some love, spread some love there. If you have a moment to be able to let that person cut in because you see that they are desperate to get to work and you still have a little bit of time before because you already got your bagel, spread love there. Don't just sit there and take love and shove it into the same damn box, Put it out, send it out, and watch how that contribution will come back to you threefold. Happy Valentine's Day. We're at the WWC. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to the WWC. I am Bobby A.M. We are here at When Worlds Collide, and yes, we are still dedicated to the concept and understanding that communication is key, and it is definitely time to speak your truth. Now... We, uh, we spent a little bit of time today talking about, you know, some Valentine's Day stuff, talking about, you know, a couple of stuff that's going on in space. And you know, got some time to kind of talk about a little bit here, a little bit there. Uh, you know, we want to just be able to move on today. and One of my final segments that I want to be able to talk about is, you know, the idea that when it comes to who we are and what we're doing this year, you know, it's the idea that manifestation is real. The idea that we are our own upper and downer. You know, we are that person for ourselves. Now, uh, a lot of people, regardless of whether you're going through ups and downs in life right now, whether you're in the downs or you're in the ups, you are not alone. You are definitely not alone. And, you know, everything that we've talked about today has kind of led up to this, where I want to let people know that, You have so much of a voice in you for who you are, and that's not something you should ever take for granted. So here at the WWC, you know, we're trying to get this together and pieces together so you can feel like you can put your voice out there just as much as we're putting ours out there. Uh, A lot of people right now are dealing with a lot of different hardships that are going on. The uh, stock market is going downhill for just a minute, you know, and that's something that we got to see as a people and, and realize is kind of a big deal, you know. And not only are we not alone in what we do, but we do share collective thought. And since the idea is up in the air, I'm gonna go ahead and put it out, take a second to get a little bit into the politics of things. If anybody here has really noticed the way that things work, if anybody here has kinda of taken that second to give a little bit more of an in-depth on the eye, right now, business is not as booming as it should be. And all of a sudden, all of the things and the people that like to be very loud on media, they like to be very ignorant on media, they're kind of really quiet right now. Kind of really silent, you know? And I find that kind of funny. But I also find it strategic. So take a minute to see that whatever people are doing, they're doing it with a very, very calculated understanding. They're doing it with a predispositioned idea of where they want to go. Now, I'm being super vague here because I could be talking about politics. I could be talking about, you know, religions. I could be talking about creativity. You know, there's so many different things that fall into this spectrum. And what I'm trying to emphasize for anyone and everyone today is you need to be able to find ways to open up who you are and express that out. You gotta find ways to be able to move and maneuver so that you can get the maximum out of who you are and what you want. So take the time this year, regardless of what it is that you're doing, follow a structured plan. Take yourself to that place where you can say, I either took this from someone on the internet You know, maybe like uh, there's a really, really good, there's there's an amazing uh, YouTube collective called Wealth Dragons. Uh, Wealth Dragons as in like rich people wealth and dragons as in fantasy dragons. I mean, that was pretty obvious. But the Wealth Dragons emphasize putting goals together. They emphasize videos on helping you get what you need in terms of mental, in terms of the mentality of things. They help you stay in the right place and get to where you need to be. And you know, it gives structure on how to write goals and things like that. Now, maybe goals is not what you're going for. Maybe it's your own personal self-value. Like we talked about earlier, the Maslow's pyramid of needs. Maybe it's your own way of doing things. Maybe it's your your maybe it's just that you want to be able to restructure your life. It is barely February in the year. Alright. Holidays are gonna kick in. Summer's kicking in. Everything's happening a little early. Don't let that distract you from the from the fact that you really should buckle down and put yourself on a path to your own greatness. Put yourself in a place where you're moving forward. And, you know, take that time to just really love yourself from the inside out. We'll be right back. We are back here at the Dub Dub C. This is Bobby A.M. We took a little commercial break for just a second because that's just the way it is over here at the Dub's. So, uh... The, coming back into it, you know, I was actually speaking with y'all about, went off on a little tangent of mine about letting people know to follow that path. You know, make sure that you are still sticking to your guns, because that's what we're doing here. Stick to your guns this year. The last few years, whether they were rough or whether they were advantages, take that time to recognize what are your real needs, what are your real wants, you know, what's the difference between the two recognize how you're contributing and how you're really looking at things like Valentine's Day and love and movement and see if you're doing a lot more projecting this year than you are absorbing. You know what I mean? It's always a healthy balance, but you still want to be able to project properly. And, you know, I know this is going to be, this is like somebody had mentioned this to me and, you know, I kind of want to really go into the wrap up on this, you know, the last day or this day at least with uh with the weather. I mean and it's really funny that, you know, I hope anybody listening is gonna be like, the weather? What the hell? But nah man, the weather's a real thing. So this is kind of something I want to put out there for those of y'all that are enjoying the Valentine's vibe before it starts getting real rough. I'm gonna say this now before anybody else says it out. There is global warming was just an idea. Global warming was just a thing. Then it became a statistic. Then it became a a news, you know, then it became like a, almost like a nation sweeping phenomenon of like, we are screwing ourselves as a planet. Now look, I don't necessarily agree that we are screwing ourselves as a planet because just as much research that can be done saying we're doing negative things, there is just as much research that shows positive innovations that are happening outside of the United States. So for one, don't believe the hype. Go out there, look for your coin. Make sure that you are getting that education. Look at some of these homes and houses they're making out of orbs that are floating over the sea over in Dubai. There's a lot of stuff going on with that. Here though, in California, to make it more focal, we are 20 degrees hotter than what we were before. I don't know if people really understand what that means. But despite all of the amazing tans and all the great early spring break partying that we're all going to be able to get, those of you in college life, shout-outs to Pierce Brahma's, woo! The, uh, the reality of it is, is that we are 20 degrees hotter this year than we were last year, and it's a couple of months early. It is still spring. February is supposed to be the coldest and shortest month of the year, but here we are in California, and yesterday was a damn near a beach day. And that's, that does cause for some alarm. So it's going to get hotter. It's going to get hotter in a lot of ways. And if this trend continues next year, we're going to be seeing massive heat waves. Because keep in mind, if it's 20 degrees hotter now in spring, it's going to be 20 degrees hotter in summer. So make sure that your ACs are correct right now before it gets too late. Make sure you got what you need to make everything functional. Make sure that you are keeping yourself cool. Make sure if you don't have a relationship with water, you have a relationship now. Make sure you know what it is that you're doing and walking into. If you go over to the East Coast, I know a lot of people that I know from the East Coast, they will see all the seasons in one day. It is almost insane to bear witness to, especially if you've actually been there live yourself, like over in Virginia. Shout out to Fort Lee out there. You know, over in Virginia, I experienced from the beginning of the day all the way to the end, anywhere from snow, sleet, rain, water, summer, and damn near windy skies. I was like, I don't think I can handle all of this. But it is what it is. And I just want to make people aware before we take off on this beautiful Thursday today, February 8th, 2018, summer is coming hotter than it was last year. Valentine's Day should be a little bit more about. Love and how you understand love and your dynamic, not just about you finding somebody to grab onto so that you can put some pictures up, take some selfies. And you know what? At the end of the day, it also is about knowing your needs, understanding why you do what you do. What is it that you're fighting for at your core on a daily? A lot of people don't look at that. Start looking at it. Start looking at how you love. Start looking at how you love yourself. Start looking at how things are changing around you. Start looking at the patterns of who's doing what. Why aren't we seeing a lot of comedy, racist stuff from this person when business is going so low? Is it because they actually have a strategy? Is it because I actually care? Is it because I care about myself? Have a wonderful Thursday. Thank you for tuning in to the dub dub C.